You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Schedule party. It's a schedule party from the Pride of Detroit POD cast. Pride of Detroit.com, Pride of Detroit on Twitter, Pride of Detroit on Facebook. I'm talking really fast because we're trying to get a schedule party out here. I'm Chris Perfett, the adequate host at Chris Perfett on Twitter. As always with me, the fearless leader, the mustache man himself, mustacheless right now at Detroit on Lion. Jeremy, how are we doing? Great, man. Wait, Schedules I didn't say your name. Released. Jerry Reisman. That's okay. People, people, know. people know me by now, I, I would hope. But yeah, schedule's out. Uh, I, it feels like we are officially on the road to the 2020 season now. WrestleMania. We're on the road to nope. WrestleMania. We are not. Nope. Okay. We're always on the road to WrestleMania. Anyway, we've got the schedule inside our pr- in our pretty little hands right now. And uh, it feels exciting, even though we've known all these games th- that the Lions will be playing in 2022. But we've got the exact dates in order now. So Jeremy and I are going to go one by one. Each of us are going to give just like real quick. Like one thought rotating between us, and then we're going to get to every our main thoughts once we get it. So week one against the Eagles. Lions are opening up the schedule. Uh, fun little game to open up the schedule. Eagles are kind of a run-first team, and it's uh, it's good to get them before they really get the momentum rolling. So it might be an uh, interesting but favorable opener, home opener there. Good test. A good litmus test for them, for sure. Uh, week two, they, they stay at home, uh, host another NFC East team in the Commanders. They got Carson Wentz, another kind of like middle of line team. And I think that's what we view the Lions as. So two really good litmus tests. Like how are, are you going to be in the upper tier of those middle middle of the pack teams? Or are you going to be at the lower tier and having those two teams at the beginning? Like I, I could see that go those first two games going 0-2, 2-0, 1-1, 1-1, either of those three. It's, 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 it's really evenly matched, I think, even though the Eagles open as, as four point favorites. Well, and then we get our litmus test against the division as the Lions then get their first game, road game against the Vikings. So uh, real quick to note, the Lions have no primetime games. All these games are 1 p.m., Jeremy. All these games yeah. are 1 p.m., so they're going to be on the road at the Vikings. Interesting to see what the Vikings are going to be this year, their first real quarterback test in Kirk Cousins, which isn't much of one. But as you will probably evince, like what comes up next isn't that great of a quarterback anyway. But I, I think the Vikings will be interesting to see how they stack up against the division at that point. And week four, back at home. So three of the first four at home against the Seahawks here. And this is the first one where, where it's like, okay, you guys, you can't lose this one. The Seahawks are in full rebuild. They got Drew Locke, I think, as their quarterback. Uh, this is this is a game that the Lions, the Lions are where the Seahawks, or the, line, the Seahawks are where the Lions were last year. And the Lions need to show that they've progressed beyond that. So if they don't win that game against the Seahawks, I think it's a, it's a big kind of step back. It's not, it's not the end of the world because any given Sunday, but that is the first one where you're looking at and you're like, that should be a double. 
Week five against the Patriots on the road to Foxborough. The Patriots aren't what they used to, but still it's a rough home game. The important thing is this is right before the bye. The Lions have a week six bye. They'll be playing at the Patriots and then go home and uh, rest up. So I don't have many thoughts on the Patriots game right now. Mac Jones is probably a starting quarterback. They might have a decent defense as always. I don't know what their draft really, their draft did not look great this year, Jeremy. So I'm not sure what the state of that team is really going to be coming in here. And I probably should have pulled up their schedule uh, going into this game. Uh, I mean, I, I think they're going to be they're They're going to be more occupied with playing the, the, the Packers the week before the lions. Sure. And, and, I'm, I'm interested to see how many Lions players left over from the Patricia era are going to circle that game on their calendar. And, and, and why? I feel like because if, if, there's also, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, there, there are rumors out there that Patricia might be up for play calling duties on offense. Oh, Jesus. Team. I feel so bad. For, I, I would feel bad for Mac Jones, but he's an Alabama guy. So <laughs> bye week. And then, well, who's right after the bye, Jeremy? Well, the Lions are traveling to Jerry World for maybe one of their toughest games on the schedule, but they get that extra week to prepare against Dallas. Uh, And yeah, I mean, they they're expecting to be one of the better teams in the NFC this year. The NFC is is one of the weaker is is definitely the weaker conference this year, but how many teams can you definitively say are going to be better than the Cowboys? I mean, they are going to be hungry after the way their postseason ended. Um, They were better team during the regular season. Dak has a full off season to get healthy. So there, this is this is maybe the toughest game on the schedule that isn't the Green Bay Packers, and so, um, but the Lions, like I said, they get that extra week to prepare for it. So they're they're put in a good position to potentially to potentially pull off the upset. But um, Dolphins, very interesting one. Um, you think Tua's still going to be the quarterback at that point? <laughs> I do. I it uh, so yeah. This game comes on the thirtieth. I have no notes about the Dolphins. Um, it's a team. It's a game. I think the Lions should probably have, but the defense could obviously give trouble, um, especially like these are two decent pass rushes. My point, though, on the on the Dolphins being, you're probably playing two very good defenses back to back here. Um, Tyree Kill too. Ty, uh, that's right. They did get Tyree Kill, but uh, every video out of the Dolphins seems to be uh, you know to under throwing them. <laughs> Uh, and then Lions come back or stay at home, I should say, back to back home games here. Uh, take on the Packers. First game against the Packers. I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see how much that team can can weather the storm of of losing some important pieces. Obviously, Devonte Adams being the biggest. Uh, but yeah, this is this is another kind of this is the middle part of the schedule where they they have a bunch of tests. They got the Patriots in Week Five. They got the Cowboys in Week Seven. They got the Packers in Week Nine. I, I wouldn't quite call that a gauntlet because you got some games sprinkled in in between there. You got your bias sprinkled in there, but that's that's the real. I think we're getting into the meat of the schedule where the lines are really going to be tested. Yeah, there's some notes on the on that Packers game. I, I want to get to when we get to our breakdown here at the end. But moving along, Week Ten at Bears. Finally, get the Bears, and uh, we'll see how Justin Fields is doing at that point. I'm not really too threatened by the Bears at this point. This is kind of the but it does come, this is kind of like the back end of a very tough part of the middle of the schedule to be on the road at Chicago. Lions are still probably splitting with Chicago way both teams are. And so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, next, they got Brian Dables Giants. And I, I, that, that's kind of a running theme with the schedule is a lot of first 
first year head coaches. And now, now we're getting into the part of the schedule where if the lines are facing some of those first time head coaches, they probably have their bearings a little bit. You know, it took, it took Dan Campbell to about this time. We're, we're already in week 11 here for him to get his bearings. So we'll see how Brian Dable works with, with this new giants team. I, I, I think again, it's, it's probably a favorable matchup for the lines, maybe a 50, 50 toss up because it's in uh, New York, but we're also getting New York in November. So we're starting to get some of those outside games where the weather might play uh, play a factor. So not the only time we're going to see MetLife on the schedule too. No. Uh, Thanksgiving, Jeremy, uh, the bills are coming to town. Yeah. This feels like a kick in the NAS. This feels like we just invited some sort of asshole cousin. Who's going to complain about how the Turkey isn't brined properly or whatever. Or you only, you, you got the fresh cranberry sauce, but he doesn't, but he wants the jellied. So this is probably hands down the toughest game the lions have. We know this and it's coming on Thanksgiving, which it, I, I mean, it's, it's the closest thing the Lions are going to get to a national game, and it's coming on short rest. So this is going to be a rough one here. This is yeah. going to be a really rough one. Obviously, the Bills coming off of rest as well, or short rest as well. Sure. So, um, But yeah, it, it's like, I, I, I kind of hate that the Lions have to be on a big, their, their one game on the big stage is, is against one of the league's best. It certainly has the potential to be a blowout. Currently the Super Bowl favorite in the Bills, I believe. Yeah, so that's that's a tough break for the Lions, but I get it. The NFL wants a good team in a in a in a holiday spot. They they want superstars, and they've got a couple in 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 Buffalo. So it's a tough break for the Lions, but hey, maybe maybe they can surprise some people and, and make some true believers out of some national guys. Well, good news is you get a little bit the uh, the oh I'm sorry this is your game here yeah talk about talk about the uh, Thanksgiving turkey sandwich that comes ten ga- days after this game <clears throat> well yeah the, the the good news is that Bills game starts a three home three home game stretch which is the only uh, home game stretch they have of that like they don't have a, a three game road stretch at any point so uh, after they they lick their wounds from that Buffalo game they they get to face the Jaguars for a game full of revenge games. We got the Marvin Jones revenge game. They got the Jamal Agnew revenge game, and they certainly have the DJ Chark revenge game against those Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of wide receivers, a lot of good wide receivers on both teams. So I feel like that might be a game. That might be a kind of shootout type of game, depending on how the defenses look at that point in the season, but probably a a, a chance for the Lions to make up for that loss on Thanksgiving. If it's a loss on Thanksgiving, I don't want to, I don't want to write my L's and W's right away. We got, we got to put something down in that slot though. Yeah. A nice, a nice chance to rebound. Yeah. Week 14 is the Vikings. We just talked about the Vikings. You get them, but you're going to get them at home. It's part of that home stretch. Jeremy was talking about week 15 is at the jets. Yep. Um, Again, outdoors, New Jersey, December. It's, it's, it's cold, but at the same time, like, It'll be interesting to see. We didn't see Zach Wilson at all last year. He got hurt pretty early, right? Yeah. And that team, I thought, has had a nice draft. But now you're talking about cold for both teams. Uh, and I, I almost want to give the edge to the giant to the Lions here, excuse me, a little bit. It, that game to me just has sloppy written all oh, over yeah. it. Oh, yeah, awful, terrible. It's, it's like that Denver game last year. They're just mm. sloppy. Yeah. Or Pittsburgh, that Pittsburgh game. That that is the Pittsburgh game of the schedule. Mm. Tie game. Lions, Lions, Jets tie. I'm calling it right that now. That would that would hurt even more than tie, <laughs> than, than losing the way we did to the Jets that one year. Uh week 16, Panthers. Yeah, I don't I have no idea what to think of the Panthers. It, it's is Matt Corral like, starting at this point, you think? Maybe. Maybe. I don't it, it almost feels like Matt Rule is kind of could this be a hot seat year for him already? 
I think it is. Like, I think a bought, I, I don't think Macrow bought him any time, which is kind of funny because I thought when he got the job, it was going to be half of a rebuild job, but people apparently thought it was to get him over the hump. I didn't see the Panthers as a team that was going over the hump. That's all. Yeah. And they kind of had that Colts problem in that they just kept backing bad quarterbacks. Five, five and 11 in 2020, five and 12 last year. Yeah. We'll have to see if McCaffrey is healthy by this time of the year too. He's kind of been missing a lot of time. Just, I mean, another opportunity where I think this is kind of like a 50, 50 toss up game where I, I I mean, I think you look at a lot of these opponents and a lot of 50, 50 toss ups, which is why I have them very near 500. (laughs) And here comes the last two games. You ready? Yeah. Home against the bears. See him again, whatever Lambeau to end the season Lambeau in January 7th or 8th. Yeah, man. I, can we, can we get a different divisional opponent in, in week 10? Like doesn't ever, I thought, I feel Why, like every, how Packers, many years has it been that we've ended the year with Packers? It's been like something crazy, like eight out of the past 11 and, and you know, 15 years ago or whatever, they moved. It to feels all like college football. Yeah. It feels like college football. We're always ending the year with the big like rivalry game. Well, yeah. Every, every single week, last game of the season is now a divisional game. That is, that is sure. But I'd like, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like the bears or something. I'd like the Vikings because honestly, like I think, I think the biggest rivalry in the NFC North is Packers bears. I, I think that's, I don't want to give it to them. Those, those people. Suck, I don't, but. I don't like to give it to them, but it, it truthfully is. So it's kind of yeah. shocking to me that that hasn't been the matchup most of these years. And we have to unfortunately keep going to the Packers where it's either we're getting blown out by the Packers or the Packers They're are resting for their starters. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it, listen, this, I, th- I think most people, not everyone, I think most people would agree that the most promising teams, maybe not the best teams, most promising teams in the NFC North are the Packers and the Lions right now. The Bears and the Vikings are going through rebuilds. They're, they're in year one of a new regime. So I get it. Like this, this game could, we, we were, you know, before we went live here, we were talking with Ryan and, and Ryan very much thinks this could be a game for, for the division. I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. I'm not on that. I'm not on a Kool-Aid. I always get spooked out of all my Kool-Aid during the schedule release. Cause I see, especially this one. And I think that's our big takeaway, right? The hopium yeah. is a, is a little out of control now. It's, it's an easy looking schedule, man, by, by strength of schedule and, and strength of schedule is, is a flawed stat right now. You're using 2021 sure. record teams. Are I mean, gonna be the, the whole perception is 2021 too, right? right? Like, like that's, right. that's what we come at this schedule. So you see the start for the Eagles and it's like, okay, like we all agree. I think looking at this for the first five games for the bye, that is an easy first five games as we view them right now. Right. And I think Ryan said it, and I don't know about you, but like this, I think some fans look at that and see an easy four and one or three and two to start, to start before the bye. I, I mean, I, I would probably say three and two or two and three. I think in my game by game prediction, I said three and two. So it's, it, I feel like it's been a while since the Lions have had layups and I, not that any of these are layups, but like an easy schedule to start. A lot of times it feels like we knew the Lions were going to have to dig themselves out of a hole. It doesn't feel like they necessarily have to do that today. So yeah, I think that's one of the big takeaways for sure. I think, I think the other big takeaway is we, we mentioned it kind of in the middle of there, no primetime games. And they're the only team in the NFL without a primetime game. And that's pretty surprising to me. They they had a primetime game last year when no one had expectations for that team. They're now we're be... starting to have expectations for this team. Nationally, the Lions are starting to make some noise with the draft, with hard knocks. I thought maybe they'd at least get one. I was going to say hard knocks. This feels like the plucky underdog team. Maybe they get fl- they, they feel like a prime flex candidate right now. If they sure. start the year hot, 
they will be a prime flex candidate, especially maybe that Bears game. I haven't looked at the primetime schedule yet, so I'd have to see who's on the Week 10 primetime games right now for the NFL. But like Bears, Lions, or like, I don't know, Lions, Giants, maybe, or actually, you know what? No, that Packers game, middle of the, the middle of the year. Lions, yep. Lions, Packers well, at home. Really, both Packers games, are, I think, are really the only opportunities because there's a lot of just kind of mediocre matchups. The best matchups that they have, like Bills on Thanksgiving, you can't flex that one, it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Packers, Packers, and then maybe maybe the Cowboys, but you have to imagine the Cowboys are already maxed out, right? Like they already have their... Yeah, I think I think they already have five primetime games. So right. you're not going to flex that one. But it's worth noting, you can flex starting week five. It's very early that you can start flexing games. So I think even that Patriots game is, is like if the Lions go three and one in the four, four, first four games, there's a chance they flex that week five game. Right. I, I feel I feel like there's a disservice done with like you're getting Eagles and commanders too early before the flex because both those both anything yeah. from the NFC East lends itself to a national audience, except the giants just have a massive stink on them. So I don't think the giants is the other team, but like, that's not going to get flexed. Uh, but it does mean that every game is 1 PM Eastern ex- on Sundays, except for the Panthers game, which is on a Saturday lions right. get Christmas Eve and not, not Christmas this yep. year, which I mean, <laughs> RIP NBA. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think that's fascinating. That's going to be on a Saturday that we get one of the Saturday games that that might put them on national TV, depending on which there's a lot to the Saturday slate. I don't know anymore, like where that goes, but then besides that, the only other changes, I mean, 1230 on Thanksgiving, Jeremy, there's, this is a very consistent schedule. Yes. This is a schedule that like you, that has a nice rhythm to it. 1 PM, 1 PM, 1 PM, a week, six by, uh, you know, the farthest west you travel is Dallas. The farthest south you travel is Carolina. Carolina. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, yeah, actually, wait, no, that, that, yeah, you're right. The Miami Dallas and Carolina. Yeah. Dallas and Carolina. But like the point is that you're not traveling. I think we found out Lions have a very short travel distance schedule. I think second fewest. Tra- yep. Yeah. That, that is a bet. That is an advantage. That is an advantage. And, and to go off that too is they don't have three back to back away games at any point in the season. They, they really only go back to back in consecutive weeks on the road twice at, yes. at, at bears at, and then at, at giants again, two not so great teams too. And then at jets at Panthers week 15 and week 16, that's it. And then it's just kind of a, it, it's a very well-balanced schedule. Uh, we were mentioning the, the beginning of the schedule looks kind of easy. The end of the schedule, especially right after that Thanksgiving, even game, the middle Jaguars, Vikings, jets, Panthers, bears, that's five winnable games in a row heading into that Packers finale. It's, it's just such a balanced, nice schedule. I love the schedule. The only even thing, that, even the only thing middle, I have against it is that week six by, I think that's way too yeah. early. You got, you have to run 12 games down the road. Um, but I, I love, I love the schedule. I think it's a great schedule. Even that middle, we, we kind of identified the middle as being the tough part of the schedule, but even still it's very well paced out like Cowboys, then dolphins in between that and the Packers bears and giants before playing the bills. Now, obviously like, Things change. These teams could be bigger threats or lesser sure. threats. We don't know. We just don't know. But like looking at it right there, it's not like there's no murderer's row element no. to any right. of this. You get a little bit of spacing between the big games. You get a, a consistent 1 p.m. You get, yeah, it, it is an early buy, but everything else is consistent. You're not really, you, you don't play an international game. You don't play a primetime game. You don't play a Monday night game. You, your Thursday game is obviously Thanksgiving, but other than that, like 
there's nothing there, there's nothing on the schedule that screams like this feels like a spot where the Lions should struggle unless it's a struggle due to their talent or right. injuries. But it's not it, going to be because the schedule is just just screwing you over. The 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 worst part about the schedule, and, and it's just being mentioned in the chat, is that three out of your last four games are on the road. But there's a big but to that. The but is that the point that is three three games at home. Well, there's that, and it, the the three road games are Jets, Panthers, and then Packers. So like, it's not it's not like oh you have to head head to Kansas City or you have to head to you know places where it's just, it's going to be loud and crazy like Jets, Panthers, Jets, Panthers. Yeah, should be okay. Yeah, They'll Lambo, okay. Lam- Lambo, Lambo. Obviously, context matters. So. We're, we're about near the end of the podcast. So I guess like, what's, what's the main takeaway we have from the schedule? Or do you have like a superlative or anything you want to, you want to talk about? I think it's just the, I mean, we lions fans, we, we just had a podcast talking about all the crazy optimism. This, this fan base was going to, I think the schedule is only feeding into it more, man. I, a lot, I see a lot of people and I can't argue them that hard thinking this team could not I mean, could not only be above 500, maybe we get a, a game or two above 500. I was trying to create my week by week predictions and I ended a eight and nine, but I had a hell of a time forcing myself to essentially forcing myself to stay under 500. So I think it's a great schedule. I think people are really excited and I'm just hoping not for a letdown because I, I think, I think a lot of the stars are kind of aligning for the Lions to have a pretty entertaining season ahead. It should be entertaining. Uh, the, the main takeaway I have is Lions just get a lot of teams at a lot of points where downward trajectory can really go towards that team if the Lions are themselves on a downward trajectory. Like, I don't know the health on Dak Prescott for the Cowboys game. I don't know if Christian McCaffrey is still going to be playing in the season at week 16. I don't know if the Packers were going to be so far ahead, they'll be resting starters regardless in week 18. I don't know what the Jaguars are going to be in week 13. I don't know what the Dolphins are going to be at all. That like you know what I the Lions are going to be. I know, I know, but I, 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 but I, I like we, we at least we're, we're closer in with the, we're closer to that one tree in the forest. We see the bark being Lions people. So at the very least, I can at least make a more educated guess on what the Lions are going to be. My point is that I need to sit down and really do some research on some of these other teams before I can just like, but it, it does, it does feel in first blush. A lot of these teams, like, I don't, I'm sorry, man. I'm not, what would you call this? Tua non Tua. I, I'm not on Tua this non. Tua train. I'm not. So like, I am not usually one who sees the schedule and immediately gets optimistic. It's usually when my Kool-Aid dries up, but I'm sorry. It's hard for me to sit here and be like, yeah, the Lions can probably screw up a game against Drew Locke. It's hard for me to say that. It's hard for me to sit here and think of ways for them to lose some of these games unless they really screw it up or unless someone is really hurt. And yeah, the Lions have some players who are going to be coming off injuries into the season. Like you're, you're, you're going to have, we're, we're going to have to see when, when JMO plays, we're going to have to see when, um, is it Malcolm Rodriguez who has the, yep. what? Yeah. Malcolm Rodriguez, when he's going to play, if, if at all, and Jerry Jacobs and, uh, you know, Opara. it's, but, yeah. but at, at the very least the, the schedule, I'm not going to say the schedule is doing the lions favors, but it's definitely not, a, it's definitely not an obstacle they have to climb over right now. Right. And that's where I'm at. Favorite game on the schedule? What are you looking for the most? I mean, Thanksgiving's just going to be fun. 
It's going to be fun. I, I, a huge I, the Lions are, I, I yeah. wish maybe it was a, as a team the Lions could beat that was kind of mediocre. Never say but, never. Never say ne- never. I, mean, I would never say never. Like, like, remember the Lions turned around and somehow kicked the asses of the Cardinals last it's, year. Right. And I mean, they kicked the asses of the Patriots in, in the Matt Patricia era when they were 0-2 and, and everyone, that was a Sunday night game. They did that on national TV and everyone's like, oh, Lions. Yeah, I just, it, it's, it is nice to not play an NFC North team. I was getting a little tired of NFC North teams on Thanksgiving. Sure. I was getting tired of the Bears. I was getting tired of the, of the Vikings. It is nice to see someone different even though I am totally haunted forever by playing the Texans 10 years ago. We can't end the podcast on that. Why would no. you bring that up? The schedule, I, I like what's, it. What's your favorite game? I like that Cowboys game. Out of the bye? Coming out of the bye, ready to go against, against them in their, own, in their own stadium, depending on how they start the year. Bronx cheers might be out. All right. Fair. Like I, I need to, I need to go see the Cowboys schedule. I think they open, they open with the Buccaneers and the, the, the Cowboys open their season with Buccaneers and Bengals. So like if they're, and, and they play the Rams before they play at some point before they play the, uh, the, the, the lions, like if, if, if the, if the Cowboys go into their bye losing a bunch of those big giant, you know, big games and their fan base is salty and then the Lions come out and they start humming and purring in the first half. Then I'm I'm going to be mac I'm going to be mining so much salt on Twitter, Jeremy. I'm going to be mining so much salt. We'll see. That's it. Uh, let's see here. We're going to have no Spotify live this week. We will have a uh, secret episode coming over the weekend. It is one of our scraps episodes. It's been a while before we've done that. Those. And then POD cast uh, coming up after that. So let maybe this, on Sunday, maybe on Sunday. We're still talking about that point though, is that we've had a ton of content on the feed. Please go check it out. Download Spotify, iTunes, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. There's been a lot of content this week that we've put out. We just had a great talk with tigers talk. Uh, what's up, Jeremy? Almost at 600 reviews on Apple podcasts. So if you haven't done that yet, give us a review. I'd love to get five to 600 stars. reviews. And we, if you give us five stars, we'll read it too. Absolutely. I hate to put the star requirement on there, but um, we're not. About I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> we're not. I, I'm, I'm here to get. I'm here to get. A, I'm here to get ahead. <laughs> for myself, for Jeremy Reisman, let's get out of here. Scheduled party is over. We'll see you star side. <laughs>
Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.